Hello, you are listening to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. I'm Colin Bogart, Education Director for the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition. We're pre-recording the show again this month. Uh, as you know, the second Saturday of every month is LACBC guest host, L.A. County Bicycle Coalition guest host for Bike Talk. And uh, so this this month in the studio here with me is Greg Lemley who is a board member of the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition and is the team captain for Team LACBC for the climate ride. What is the climate ride, you say? Well, that's the topic of this week's or this this episode of Bike Talk is talking about climate rides. So, Greg, welcome. Good to be here. Welcome. So you are the team captain. This is This is going to be your second year doing the climate ride. That's correct. Uh, I heard about Climate Ride several years ago uh, in the Rails to Trails uh, magazine, mm-hmm. and it just sounded like an amazing event. It was on the East Coast, but it was a, a ride from uh, New York to Washington, D.C., uh, to raise awareness about climate issues. Uh-huh. And uh, I was sitting at a board meeting, and uh, Kelly Martin uh, said, oh, and by the way, we're now an approved beneficiary for Climate Ride, uh, and Climate Ride California is coming up. Uh, okay, and, so explain real quick what that means, because <laughs> what is a beneficiary of the climate ride? Good, good point. Okay. In the context of the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition, of course. Well, Kelly's one of our staff members. Yes. Uh, climate ride, uh, a beneficiary organization. Uh, climate ride, uh, individual riders uh, raise funds to participate in the ride. Uh-huh. But a portion of the funds that they raise goes to benefit uh, – other organizations, approved uh, mostly environmental organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nonprofits so the, and the like. Yes. So the National Resources Defense Council is an approved uh, beneficiary organization. Mm-hmm. Sierra Club may be an approved beneficiary organization. Uh, so uh, once I heard that LACBC, that I could ride and raise funds uh, for LACBC uh, and participate in the ride, it was like, absolutely, I'm there. What's not to like about yeah, that, right? Exactly. Okay. So, so I signed up, uh-huh. uh, got so you know started going out and recruiting a few other people. Uh, obviously, some other people had signed up who uh, as as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Team LACBC, as it was last year, ended up being the top team in terms of fundraising. Excellent. Uh, I believe we uh, raised seventeen thousand uh-huh. uh, dollars for LACBC. And this is like out of from pledges, basically people who said, "Okay, I'll I'll pledge to I support wanted, you if I you wanted, do this that's ride." That's correct. I want to do this ride. Will you help me? Or you know, I need to raise money. This is for the climate. Uh-huh. Um, it also benefits LACBC, and you know, people were uh, people were happy to write those checks. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it, I'm happy to support you. Cool. Uh, was the response that I got from from people. So um, it was an amazing experience for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it was really great for as great for LACBC to to bring in a new source of of funds, mm-hmm. um, and you know also great to represent Los Angeles um, because the, the ride is largely uh, Northern California people, and and I I don't have any problem with Northern California people, but it was, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was important to show. That uh, that there was a lot going on here in L.A. Uh, uh-huh. that was really exciting when people look at Los Angeles and think of us as being, you know, uh, completely the car totally, capital it, of the country. It, exactly. So like, it's a nice flies right in the face of that. Yeah, exactly. And it was really great to get up there and represent that. No, Los Angelinos uh, care about uh, 
climate issues, care about uh, sustainable uh, trans, uh, transportation, mm-hmm. uh, that there are those of us here who are riding our bikes every day to work uh, and doing mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff and, and just uh, care about these issues. Um, and, Fantastic. And so to represent for L.A. as well. Uh-huh. And so that was that – was last, so last year was the first year that we did it. Yes. And, um, and so now – we're here uh, talking about it again because we're gearing up for this year, Climate Ride 2014, and um, I know that you, uh, I know that you want to bring in some guests. We're going to have some. We're going to call some people on the phone and uh, have them talk about Climate Ride as well. Did you want to um, add anything else about your personal experience with with Climate Ride that I haven't already asked you about in terms of your direct uh, ride last year? Well, uh, last year Did I skip the, anything? Uh, no, no. I mean, last <laughs> it, 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 last year's route took us from Fortuna, which is uh, in Northern California, through the Avenue of the Giants, the Redwoods, out onto the Mendocino Coast, uh, and then finished in San Francisco. Oh, it was man. A, yeah, <laughs> it was, sounds like it was a pretty really awesome, beautiful. But ride. it was also pretty challenging. I, yeah, I have to say, um, it was uh, a five days, three hundred and twenty miles. Um, the, there was a century day with 7,000 square, uh, 7,000 feet of climbing, um, uh, up, uh, you know, from, uh, from Fort Bragg or to, uh, or way, way north of Fort Bragg, sorry, from, uh, anyway, <laughs> up there, <laughs> from up there, uh, <laughs> all <laughs> the way really down, up there. down to the Russian river in Jenner. And, and that oh, was, wow. you know, quite a day uh, climbing out of Leggett Hill, uh, amazing scenery, but very challenging. Um, and also, Difficult to clear uh, six days because there was a trans, a trans, you know, some transit days in as well. So it's, uh-huh. it was difficult to clear that much time from your schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, this year, uh, the route's uh, – it's a four-day ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, the route is, st- I think, still going to be beautiful, but it's different. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it should be a little easier for people to uh, to make this part of their schedule. So, uh, But we'll bring on uh, Blake Holiday. Blake Holiday, uh, Who is the ride director. Okay. And uh, he can tell us a little bit about Climate Ride and, uh, and about the new route, so which gonna... I don't know anything about. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get him on the phone right now. All right. Great. Okay. Hi, Blake. Welcome to Bike Talk. Hi there. It's great to be here. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Um, hey, sure. Thanks for um, for letting me come on the show, and uh, and I'm really excited to share uh, some information about Climate Ride and what we're all about. Uh, by all means, we, we uh, take it away. What it, maybe, Greg? You, do you have? Did you have specific questions you wanted to ask him about? Well, Blake, I, I mentioned how several years before uh, LACBC became a beneficiary organization, I had read about the ride. But tell us a little bit about the history. Sure. Uh, well, I, my name is Blake Holiday. I'm the ride director, um, and I'm also a founding board member for the organization. Uh, we're a nonprofit, and uh, we founded the Climate Ride uh, in 2008, so just about five or six years ago. And uh, the original idea, um, the two founders, uh, Geraldine Carter and Kaylee Quinn, are two women from Montana, and uh, they came up with an idea to kind of put together um, biking and um, and climate and, you know, trying to do some fundraising around that. There's, there's a lot of great organizations out there that raise money for, um, you know, health-related issues and stuff, and nobody was really raising any money for either the climate or bicycles, um, bicycle advocacy and, and groups like that. So we uh, pretty much said, let's do it. And so the first ride was from New York to Washington, D.C. We ended at the steps of the Capitol, and uh, we had about 110 people join us, and we raised uh, about $150,000 that first year. And um, it was funny because at the end of it, they said, that was great. I said, well, I have some ideas for next year. And they said, next year? We're doing this again? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it ended up becoming an annual event. And uh, since then, uh, in the last, like, five or six years, we've raised um, 
we've given away actually grants at about a, a 1.6 million dollars out to um, climate and bike advocacy groups, um, groups like LACBC that are doing great work in their communities and also national groups and, and groups across the country. So it's been quite an experience putting this all together. And we're pretty much the only ones who are kind of doing this, this kind of work, actually, um, getting you know folks to get out there and get inspired to ride their bicycles for causes that they care about, things like sustainability, renewable energy, bicycles. Um, and I think that we're really, we sit at the intersection of where um, you know, climate change is a big issue facing the world today, and we kind of firmly believe that bicycles are a huge part of the solution to climate change. And so that's where climate rights sits, kind of where the intersection of those two things happen. Everybody in the room uh-huh. here is nodding their head right now. <laughs> you can't see it, but we're all nodding our heads because we all that's rode our great. bikes here. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yes, more people on bikes. There's less people in cars. Uh, so that we firmly believe that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, it's it's definitely um, it's amazing to see what's the organizations you know right now you can choose from uh, among 60 different organizations to support climate you know to, to be supported um with uh, if you sign up for a, for a climate ride and um so it's amazing to see what these organizations actually are doing with the money you know they're putting in bike lanes they're um, you know getting they're teaching bicycle classes they're getting more people on bicycles and uh it's really just amazing to watch you know how this the money that people raise actually turns directly into action on the ground so it's pretty amazing to us, and uh, we're humbled every day by uh, the stuff that's going on. Yeah, one of the great aspects of the ride was every night uh, we would sit and, and get to hear from uh, some of the staff people from different organizations uh, ab- yeah, we, about we what their groups were doing. To, uh, to kind of be a little bit of a Ted on wheels kind of thing, uh, which is, you know, kind of like, you know, hear a little bit about this and a little bit about that and all the different projects that people are working on. Um, and so each night there's about an hour or so of um, presentations. And uh, it's amazing to the idea is to kind of bring people together and hear what's going on and uh, figure out um, where people can work together. So because so, a lot of the people in the climate area, you know, they're working in climate or renewable energy aren't necessarily working with the people who are working on bicycles. And yet we're all kind of striving toward the same goal, which is kind of a more sustainable future. So that's where, uh, that's where it all comes together. Um, We did that New York ride uh, for a couple of years, and then uh, we decided to bring it up to California in 2010. And then uh, just we went big the next year, too, and decided to go for both rides in the same year. Um, They were both both at the time five days, about 300 miles each. And um, it follows kind of the model of, like, the AIDS ride or any of those other kind of, um, you know, MS or any of the other kind of bike rides um, where people raise money, they register, they get a fundraising page, and then... uh, they pretty much do peer-to-peer fundraising and, and get people to um, support them on their, uh, you know, to, to get out there and bike. And uh, they're challenging, that's for sure. How did you think the ride was last time, Greg? <laughs> uh, I thought the I thought the ride was amazing. I mean, it, but it it definitely was uh, was challenging. <laughs> uh, yeah, we try to make it challenging for people, and uh, we try to you know all of us uh, used to work for backwards bicycling, and so we're all bike professionals. We've put together some amazing trips around the world. So a lot of the stuff, a lot of the places that we stop into are, we always try to create something interesting during the day um, versus just, you know, a parking lot as a water stop or a lunch stop. You know, we always try to pick a museum or something cool that people can stop and, uh, you know, check out. So as oh, writing. that sounds fantastic. Right. But the, yeah. the ride is completely, uh, supp- I mean, I felt totally supported on the ride and it was, you know, I'm not carrying gear. You, you drop your bag off uh, in the morning, get on your bike. Uh, load up with you know food. Uh, everything's you know prepared for you, and uh, uh, 
that was just a, a, amazing. I mean, it's not uh, it's not quite like Backroads, I guess, but it's it was great. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Actually, we uh, we have a staff of about 25 people that come on the ride uh, as mostly volunteers, actually. Um, and give about nine days of their time to um, make it all happen. And it's yeah, like you said, we you know they staff the water stops. They always have mechanics and massage therapists, and um, people take your luggage for you. You drop it off at the luggage truck. Um, so the idea is to get people out on their bikes to kind of network with each other and have a great time and get inspired by what they're seeing and what they're experiencing, so that they can then take that back home and inspire their community. Yeah. So. Now, I mean, I know that there are opportunities to uh, to stay in hotels or motels, but uh, one of the best part of the experiences was camping out with everybody oh, uh-huh. um, because you're just able to, to – the camaraderie with the group was, was awesome. Uh, yep, I, I totally agree. Um, it, it's fun around camp at night for sure. Um, there's always a hotel option too, so we kind of try to accommodate you know everybody. Um, some people uh, definitely don't like to sleep on the ground after riding 60 miles a day or so, uh, which I can understand. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, um, you're right. It, it, the, the group really, you know, with about 150 to 200 people, it's just enough people to you know feel like you've met everybody, uh, or at least you recognize everybody as you're walking around or bike riding with them and stuff. So there's always somebody new to meet, and honestly, I, I, I'm consistently surprised by you know, if you get beyond saying hello to somebody, and you usually do because you're sitting there eating breakfast and lunch and dinner, or you know, you're out on a bike with them, um, you find out these amazing projects that they're working on. You know, they might be, you know, getting people together to um, to create, you know, new legislation for bicycles in Sacramento, or they might be um, researching all the different ingredients to make sure that they're, uh, you know, in a, in a tractor that uh, makes to make sure that they're all sustainable. You know, all the, all the things that go into making a tractor, and that's their whole job. So you just never know what, you know, who you're going to meet on the fine ride. It's really kind of an amazing mixture um, of people who have a lot of different interests and, and uh, jobs and stuff. So, Absolutely. And and unlike some of these other group rides, uh, I, I would say that uh, uh, alcohol is uh, not encouraged necessarily, or not even provided, but uh, is not discouraged from being in the campground. So uh, oh, I see. there is that little bit of social lubrication that uh, that happens as well. <laughs> well, you know, I always like to say that bikes and beer, you know, not only do they both start with pee, but they're both, you know, they work together pretty well, um, you know, <laughs> in terms of having a beer after your ride. <laughs> Um, and, we, and especially in this year's ride, um, because, you know, we've, for the last couple of years, we've uh, taken people down the, the north coast, California's north coast, from uh, Eureka to San Francisco. And this year, um, we're uh, introducing a new route. Um, and so my plans are to um, have a new route, uh, you know, kind of rotate between routes um, each year. Like maybe do one up in Chico, maybe do one in different places in California. But this year's California ride is a whole new route. Um, and it's four days. It's uh, May 17th through the 23rd. And um, it's going to be a really exciting ride to me because it's all about um, California wine country and also arriving in Sacramento at the capital of California and um, making a big statement there about, you know, the need for bicycle advocacy and for uh, better climate legislation. So that kind of stuff is just awesome. Um, the uh, the new route is uh, starting out in San Francisco and ending in Sacramento. And um, it's a bit easier than that north coast. I don't know if anybody out there has ridden that Leggett Hill or has ridden some of those uh, some of those uh, hills going between Erie and San Francisco. I mean, it's stunning, beautiful country, um, but it's also pretty tough, challenging riding for sure. There's a fair and amount of people... pro riders who've trained in that area, <laughs> and there's even some pro races that go through there from time to time. 
I bet, yes. Well, the nice thing is you don't have to carry your gear. You know, a lot of people go, you know, along that route. Uh, thousands of people, you know, go along that oh, route. Oh, yeah, the through rider, sure. We saw a bunch of them. <laughs> you passed them. <laughs> <laughs> Not as fast uh, as I would have liked. <laughs> but, no, tell it, give us a day-by-day breakdown of the uh, the route this year. Hey, no problem. Uh, that's, that's an easy one. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, we've done a lot of research and uh, have put together what I think is a pretty stunning trip. Um, it's kind of our wine country version. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people think San Francisco to Sacramento, well, you're going to ride along 80? I mean, what's going on? Um, but we're kind of meandering up, you know, over the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff and over through wine country and um, then up, up across the uh, Central Valley in Sacramento. Um, first day, 58 miles, um, San Francisco to Petaluma. Uh, we're going to go to Nicasio Valley. Um, stop at a cheese factory, that kind of stuff. Um, so we'll pedal, you know, through Marin City, and uh, hopefully we'll have some people cheering us on as we go through. Um, elevation gain over across the whole ride that day is about 2,100 feet or so. So it's not a crazy, crazy adventure ride, but um, it's a, it's going to be really beautiful. Um, we camp that night at, at a KOA near Petaluma. Uh, there's like cab- cabin options and stuff. And um, there's also an optional trip over to the Lagunitas Brewing Company, which is only a mile from our camp, uh, which is awesome. So, uh, oh, I'm sure there'll be people there. motivated to do that. <laughs> Speaking of bikes and Speaking beer. Speaking of beer. <laughs> yeah, they have a great tap room, and uh, so it's very bicycle-friendly. So uh, we're really excited about stopping into that location. Uh, let's see. So the next day is about 63 miles, uh, as planned right now. We kind of meander up through Sebastopol, um, hug the Russian River for a little bit. And then we're really in the, you know, like Russian River wine country and Healdsburg, uh, all through that area there. Um, 2,300 feet of elevation gain, and almost all of that is in the last hill because um, mm-hmm. we have to kind of get over from Santa Rosa to Calistoga. And our, our camp for that night is actually um, a retreat center up in the uh, mountains above Calistoga. It's going to be really awesome up there. So nice climb at the end of the day. Uh, but the good news is the next morning uh, you get to go down a screaming downhill into Calistoga, which is fun. 50 miles uh, through Napa Valley, and I'm still working out details on exactly where we're going to be stopping, but I'm hoping to stop into some sustainable wineries, you know, set up some a great picnic spot, have like a classic wine country picnic um, with lots of goodies and uh, and stuff there. And uh, we end up at a camp right above uh, Napa, the town of Napa, actually. It's kind of a hidden gem. Most people don't know there's a campground, actually, right near Napa. Um, but it's called Skyline Wilderness Park, and uh, it's a, just a stunning view of the, right up the whole Napa Valley from up there. So, and it's not really high up, which is great. Only about 740 feet of elevation gain during that whole day. Wow, so, okay. flat. Yeah, that's very reasonable. Love, that way, you don't love, spill uh, your wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will carry your wine. So, <laughs> if you buy wine along the way, um, you can put they, it. In the they will. They did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's true. <laughs> We have, uh, it's usually like the cocktail hour is usually right after the ride, uh, right before dinner. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. Um, also, too, uh, you know, and we do like directional signage and that kind of stuff. So there's like signs at every turn and people ride at their own pace. So you don't have to feel like you're in a giant group of cyclists. Um, you can pretty much, you know, go with friends or you can meet up with new people or you can ride on your own. Um, but you're given written directions and then there's also turn by. Uh, every turn uh, has a sign at it. Yeah, well. the signage last year was amazing. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know, the route slips years. were great, and the route wrap in the morning was very helpful. But even if you were, you know, slept through the route wrap and forgot to bring your sheet, you could find your way. I see. 
Great. Yeah, we, we have like a ride news as well. Um, so it kind of keeps people on track, you know, and lets people know what's going on during the day. But uh, we definitely uh, try to keep people informed. So I would think also that a lot of groups just sort of naturally form so that people can ride together. They do. I mean, we definitely have the hammerhead riders, and we definitely have the kind of moderate riders, and then we also have what I call sightseers, uh, who are the people who like to take it all in, you know, as they're riding. Um, you pretty much have all day to get to camp. It's just uh, it's a matter of um, daylight. You know, as soon as daylight is gone, then we have to pull you off the road. But um, it almost never gets to that point. Uh-huh. So we have plenty of time all day to make it. And with mileage is at about 60 miles a day. It's pretty much like 15 miles and then a water stop and then another 15 at lunch and then 15 and another water stop and then you're into camp. Yeah. So when you have all day to bike, um, it's really easy. This sounds very and, and you do have sag for the uh, for the hills for people who uh, don't want to climb. It's true. If you can find if you flag down a support vehicle, they will take you up a hill. <laughs> it's true. Um, no shame in taking that vehicle as well. So everybody has their days. That's sure. right. And, you know, to be to be honest, um, a lot of people aren't really used to riding sixty miles. You know that many days in a row. Um, you know, even if you train, you might get a couple of fifties or sixties in. You know, over a weekend, but. Uh, you know, to do four days of 60-mile days is, uh, definitely takes a toll sometimes. So we always encourage people to train up. Um, we have a pretty comprehensive training plan on our website. And uh, there's also a lot of groups that do training rides and things. Like if you sign up for different beneficiaries and stuff, uh, oftentimes in your local area you can sign up for a training ride and stuff. So there's always a lot of support out there. Yeah, and that's one of the things as team captain that I will do as people sign up. We'll uh, encourage them or invite them to, to join for training rides. Um, Great, yeah. That's awesome. That's always great because uh, you also get to meet people ahead of time, which is really nice. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, when you when you know a few people, you know, 10 or 12 people from your training rides, and then you come on the bigger rides, and, you know, there's a lot of familiar faces and stuff. And honestly, it's one of the most friendly groups I've ever been involved with. Um, people are just so open and friendly during the ride. Never, No one ever, I don't think, has to feel like they're on their own. You know, um, there's always somebody to talk to, so... Uh, but anyway, getting back to the route itself, uh, the last day, day four, uh, May 20th, is uh, 72 miles, and it's mostly flat. We're going from Napa to Sacramento. Uh, we got a pretty big climb in the morning, so you got to get up and over, um, basically over the hill there um, by the uh, by the reservoir, and then um, heading down into the Central Valley there, and then it's a just big chain ring ride. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's, uh, you can definitely crank across the uh, across the across the Delta. There. Yep, the Delta, exactly. Um, we do have a stop in Davis, and we're going to stop at the U.S. Bicycling Hall of Fame, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows that it was there, but it is. Uh, and uh, so we'll stop into there and then hit the last hit the last 30 miles or so into Sacramento um, before we kind of – we'll probably gather a couple miles out and have everybody ride in together in a big peloton. So it's always a good experience there at the end, especially going to a place like the ca- capital of a state, you know, there's a giant building, you know, a big white building, and everyone's really kind of hooting and hollering. And it becomes what we call the green peloton. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, and then we'll arrive at the Capitol, and uh, we have uh, steps there reserved for talks and stuff. And so we'll, we're trying to get some uh, representatives to speak, and um, we'll hear from some other speakers as well, and, um, and then wrap it up there. There's an optional shuttle back to San Francisco that night, or you can stay in lobby the next day if you want to, you know, work, if you wanted to advocate for... Um, you know, say a carbon tax or more money for bike lanes or whatever it is, uh, you could stay in Sacramento and talk to your representative there the next day. And I'm curious, is that lobby day, is that tied in with the lobby day that Cowbike is organizing? 
Actually, CalBike is involved uh, with the Advocacy Day, um, and they are doing that work to get the carbon tax to fund bicycle projects in California. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, um, between East Bay Bike Coalition and CalBikes, they're working together to uh, help us get that set up. Terrific. Well, we'll get yeah. on that here at LA so, CBC too. It's kind of like yeah. a maker voice heard kind of thing. Like it, it, it makes a difference. I mean, we, we experience this in Washington D.C. because the New York D.C. ride ends up in D.C. too, um, and people we actually schedule meetings um, with Congress members and senators there. And uh, the idea is that you walk into their office and you say, "I just biked 250 miles for the for bicycles. I just biked 250 miles for the climate," and uh, and they really kind of listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, when you say that you bike to their office from New York or from you know San Francisco, that kind of like gets their attention. So um, that that that's just kind of opens the door, and uh, I think they listen more strongly to people who are you know that dedicated. So uh, I think it makes a pretty big impact. So good thing. No, that sounds like a great strategy. Not to mention the yeah. fact that Sacramento itself. Uh, you know, I've been there a few times lately, and it's it's a pretty fun town to just spend a little time there anyway. Yeah, it is. I, I'm actually really surprised, um, you know, because I've gotten to spend a, a bit more time uh, up there uh, working on this event. And um, I, I'm really surprised by um, all the little uh, surprises up there. It's a beautiful uh, city. Uh, everyone's really friendly. There's a lot of great places to eat and hang out. And, you know, the capital is, is beautiful. Um, I stayed on the Delta King Riverboat one night. Uh-huh. Um, really exciting. Actually, I had a little cabin and uh, very fun. So it's one of those kind of hidden gems of California that you don't really think about. Once you're there, uh, it really kind of opens up as an exciting experience. So. so what are the dates again? The dates for the California ride this year are uh, May 17th through the 20th, so it's about three and a half months away, mm-hmm. which is just enough time to fundraise and train. So I'd say that's plenty of time, actually. Absolutely. And where do we get more information, and how do we sign up? Sure. Uh, you uh, can go to climateride.org. Um, online, and there you can find more information about that ride as well as um, our new Midwest ride in September, uh, our new, uh, our, our typical one uh, in New York D.C. Also in September, um, we are doing a climate hike for the first year in Glacier National Park, and uh, we also have independent climate challenges where you can go and raise money. You can do an event. You can jump rope for the climate. You can, or bicycle. You can, uh, you know, do anything pretty much. You can bake uh, cakes for the climate and bicycle. Um, and then use our software to do the fundraising and stuff. And that's anytime, anywhere. And you can pick a, a great beneficiary like LACDC as well for that. So climateride.org is the spot to go. And if someone wants to make sure that they're part of Team LACBC, how do they uh, make sure to do that when they sign up? Sure. Uh, when they register, uh, they will choose a beneficiary organization. And you can choose one or 60 if you want. Um, but we always recommend that you choose maybe one to three at the most just to make sure that your fundraising dollars um, actually make more impact. And, of course, um, LACBC is doing such great work. You know, I definitely recommend um, signing up for to help support their uh, their mission. So. As do I. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then just one other point of detail. I was curious. There's th- These kinds of rides, there's typically like a minimum that people have to yep. raise. I'm sure people are wondering about that. Yes, absolutely. Um, there, there's a hundred dollar registration fee, uh-huh. and then you have to raise a minimum of twenty eight hundred um, to come on the ride. Uh, we have people far exceed that um, for sure. I mean, people um, even like Greg. I mean, you know, people raise four, five, ten thousand um, dollars. And honestly, the fundraising, as you'll probably hear later in the program, is really not as difficult as you might think. Um, when you start, really, people really actually want to support um, events like this and causes like this. 
Um, it's just that not a lot of people ask for money for the climate or for bicycles, you know. And so uh, I think every, uh, people are – I always ask people on the rides, you know, how was your fundraising? How did it go? And I, uh, across the board, the, ma- the people say, uh, I can't believe how easy it was. You know, I sent out a few emails. Um, you know, I, I, I always talk about this one person who – she went to her gym, and she got out the stationary bike, and she she asked the people who owned the gym, can I put this in the lobby because I'm raising money in training? And so she did. She put the stationary bike in the lobby of the gym and put out a basket, like literally her bike basket on the front, and raised about $600 in two days just from, um, you know, sitting there biking and saying, help me, you know, with my ride. So it's amazing the story to hear. But uh, it's, uh, it's a totally achievable and uh, most of the money goes to to the organizations that we want to support. So, um, yeah. And we had Terrific. some fun incentives last year for uh, for passing certain goals in terms of fundraising as well. Will that sort of repeat? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there's all there's you know we get prizes donated, uh, and uh, there's all kinds of things like a lot of bike gadgets and uh, a lot of bike gear that kind of stuff. Um, we had a, one of our prizes I love was one of my favorites was uh, we have a trick out your bike package. And so it was good for, I think, about $250 worth of um, tricking out your bike stuff um, at uh, Sports Basement. So, yeah, and as I recall, that was for the number of fund uh, of donors uh, someone had, not even for the amount that they raised. So uh, yeah, there's we, opportunities we just creative. for – yeah. We try to get creative with the fundraising. So, you know, we don't just look at, like, who raised the most. You know, we do things like who had the most number of donors and, you know, who raised the most this week and that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Who had the farthest donation? Where did it come from? Stuff like that, you know, to try to keep things interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like the multiple jerseys in the Tour de France or something. There's different <laughs> categories. It keeps things interesting, and different people win for different things. That's right. To, Actually, to, we do have a, a green a total jersey. race analogy. I know, but no, no. I mean, but those of us that we got to wear our green jerseys on one day for for <laughs> hitting a certain level of fundraising, and it wasn't, you know, and there were a bunch of us, and everybody was like, "Way to go! I'm going to get that next year." <laughs> So, and I know down here we're planning to do some stuff for our team, LACBC writers as well. So uh, mm-hmm. there'll be some, uh, hopefully, some cool jerseys for people uh, who sign up to be part of Team LACBC. Excellent, terrific. All right. Um, well, Blake, thank you very much for for your time. We appreciate it, and um, this just sounds fantastic. I'm 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 excited. Great. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and you know, thanks so much for having me. And uh, we hope to see you out there on the road. All right. Terrific. Thanks, Blake. Thanks. So that was uh, Blake. What's that? What Blake? What's Blake's Blake Holiday? Name? Blake Holiday from the Climate Ride. Yeah, and the staff there is really amazing. Blake's great ride director. It was fabulous. Geraldine and Kaylee, who are the founder uh, mm-hmm. members of Climate Ride, uh, are terrific, doing great work. Andrew in the Climate Ride office is always really helpful with people who had questions. Mm-hmm. And the website climateride.org is really easy to navigate and made. Uh, Made my life as team captain. Made my life as a as a fun, as an individual fundraiser really easy. So check it out, climateride.org. One word. One word. And so now, uh, now we're going to turn uh, to um, a brief conversation with the LA County Bicycle Coalition's executive director Jennifer Klausner, um, because LACBC being a beneficiary of this organization, we thought it would be great to have Jen. Um, Join us in this conversation and, and sort of uh, give us a heads up on, on what all this means for LA, the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition as an organization. So, Jen, we've got you on the phone. Hello. Hello. Thanks, you guys, for having me on. Thank you for taking the time. So 
last year as a beneficiary we raised we raised we got 17 we received $17,000 we received $17,000 a little bit over 17,000 actually all right okay but yes that was a substantial contribution on the part of climate ride to LACBC and we're excited to be part of the really great set of causes that they support um we love that they're doing um, a bicycling related event and really you know, making it something so um, important for people to do, something that becomes a memory for their whole lives and that they're doing that around bicycling but supporting causes that really resonate with so many people. Absolutely. I, uh, now, clear, or I shouldn't say clearly, but uh, you know, one of my concerns as a board member when we became involved, uh, Janice, as Greg, was that um, – you know, the money that I'm raising now, not 100% of the dollars are going to LACBC. Um, it's a percentage. But at the end of the day, I felt like I was able to be more effective as a fundraiser um, because it was for the climate um, and not specifically for LACBC. Or, that, or that's, you know, what I was able to tell people. And, and everybody wants to support the climate. Well, almost everybody. <laughs> everybody I asked. <laughs> Um, that, that's good to know because a lot of times um, that environmental message gets um, lost or glossed over in so much else that we do that's in, uh, you know, the, the areas of, you know, complete streets in the public space or in the public, public health space. We're not always talking about the environmental benefits of bicycling, but I think it's really, you know, Climate Ride has hit on a perfect match there with the causes that they are behind and then doing a bicycling event around them. Not to mention that it is a little easier to ask for funds when you're doing something that's, you know, considered to be something of an athletic challenge. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a well-trodden path in terms of doing individual fundraising. Now, the other thing I wanted to point out, and and maybe, you know, this is something I think from our perspective um, as a nonprofit organization that we see implicitly and maybe people need to understand is that this is unrestricted funds. When this money comes in, it's not like a grant where you have to accomplish a specific project. Um, if I understand correctly, this is, this, is, this is funding that can go towards whatever goals we are most heavily focused on at the time. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct, Colin. There are there are so many things that we're involved in, um, whether they are grants or contracts, but where um, there is a specific deliverable involved um, in receiving that grant or that contract, and we're we try to um, keep our portfolio of such things with within keeping with our mission. Um, but a lot of times the restrictions in terms of timing or in terms of activities limit what we can do, and having unrestricted funds frees us up to really make sure that what we're doing is on target with our mission. So what are some of the initiatives that uh, that these unrestricted funds could help uh, provide for in 2014? Well, there are a lot of um, planning activities that are happening um, within the city of Los Angeles. We have the development of a neighborhood bike ambassador programs. So we're looking at developing advocates and representatives from different areas of the city. And on a county level, um, we have 
right now 10 local chapters. So we really are growing into our name, Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition, by having those chapters in various cities throughout the county, 88 cities within L.A. County. So we want to make sure um, that, you know, people who ride bikes in those places are represented. Um, That is the kind of thing that we don't have direct funding for. So when we're looking to grow that countywide representation, when we're looking to develop our neighborhood bike ambassadors, um, that's one example of the kind of thing that we can really put those unrestricted funds to good use for. And just getting more and more people to ride bikes all over L.A. County. Well, no, but it's important. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean I, the neighborhood bike ambassadors and the local chapters are all doing great stuff, but they're volunteers. So to have a staff member that can assist them, can coordinate their activities, uh, is just super, super important. And there are a lot of challenges right now. So uh, I, I've been there, you know, and seen the work that uh, – that the staff is doing, but uh, it's a big county, and, and we could use some more bodies. Definitely. We could always use some more bodies. We could always use some more members, and we could always use some more people who are willing to put the effort out there and do something great like Climate Ride. Um, and, you know, it's great that we're a beneficiary for that, but I think, you know, for everybody who participates in Climate Ride, whether they're on Team LACBC or not, um, you know, those folks are the reason we do what we do, and um, and we're working for them every day, just as we know that you guys are out training every day um, for, you know, a big event. Almost like every day. <laughs> Almost every day, says Greg. <laughs> I run three miles to work. Is that training? <laughs> that counts. Every, mi- every mile counts. Every partial mile counts. And definitely, I think you should get double double mileage for riding to work. So. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> Well, we're hoping to recruit uh, 15 riders this year, Jen, just so you know, and, and I want Team LACBC to raise $50,000 uh, total. Now, that, that's not all going to go to LACBC, but uh, I think that uh, if we can do that, that's going to be a significant improvement upon what we did last year for the organization. Uh, and and, and really I think it will be an amazing experience for those 15 people, oh. something that they will never forget. How many people did we have on the team last year? Uh, we had, I, uh, I believe, nine or ten riders. Uh, and a couple of them had split their beneficiary designations, so they weren't all 100% for for LACBC. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it'll be a it'll be an increase. There's no question. Got it. And this year will be 15. 15 LACBC and, and, all the way. And we, uh, Jen, I hope we can get one staff member on the ride. I I, I think that we might have staff members vying over that. <laughs> I was about to yeah, say. I think there's like a that's going to be a popular opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's actually an informal wrestling match happening sometime in the next week or two to figure well, out who we gets can, to if be we, on the If we can sell ride. tickets to that, that'll fund the ride. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Always thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Jen, thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you so much for including me. All right. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Different now, we're a step to slide a mile. 
those of you who uh, might just be tuning in, you're listening to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. We're pre-recording this program. I'm Colin Bogart, the Education Director for the Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition, and this is the second Saturday of the month. Second Saturday of the month on Bike Talk means that LACBC is guest hosting the program. And today we've been talking about the climate ride, and I've got here in the studio with me Greg Lemley, uh, board uh, board member of the LA County Bicycle Coalition and the team captain uh, for Team LA CBC for the Climate Ride. Thanks again, Greg, for taking the time to do this. My pleasure. I know you're a busy man. Um, so we've got we we just talked uh, spoke with Jennifer Klausner, the executive director for the Bike Coalition, and, and we also spoke with Blake, the ride director. Um, so I uh, thought it would be nice, we agreed it would be nice to have a conversation with some of the folks that did the climate ride with you next year. That's right. So maybe you'd like to uh, uh, get some of these folks on the phone. We've got them on the line. Yep. And um, um, maybe you can introduce them well, for us. We have uh, Kathy Gilardi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Kathy. And we have Hi, Kathy. Lori Gilardi. Hello. And also Michael Rippens. Hi there. Hey there, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. Terrific. So uh, you all were participants last year, 2013, in California Climate Ride. Um, so thank you uh, for your support and your participation. We, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, we uh, together as a team raised seventeen, a little over $17,000 for LACBC. All right. Wow, that very, is amazing. Yeah, very, yeah. very useful funds for the organization. As a staff member, I thank you. <laughs> and as a board member, I thank you. It's a very fun way to raise money. <laughs> it's true. I almost felt uh, guilty uh, asking people to donate, like, you know, begging them to donate because I was having such a great time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, obviously people have some concerns when they sign up to do something like this. Um, so, uh, Kathy, why don't you tell us uh, – you had already signed up even before I signed on last year. Um, both you and Lori had signed up. But what was one of your biggest uh, concerns about uh, participating on Climate Ride? I think just the amount of miles um, that we had to ride kind of scared me, um, especially since I'm a runner and not um, uh, cycling is not my first love. It's more my second or third or fourth, maybe. <laughs> um, but so I was a little, a little afraid of the amount of miles and the hills for sure, um, because I am a runner. And I think um, before you signed ride, before you signed up for climate ride, what was probably like the longest ride you had ever done? Hmm, wow, probably fifteen miles. So that's to be honest with you. Yeah. 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 So, so to go from that to six days, yeah. uh, five days of yeah, sixty right, plus exactly. miles a day. So <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a big cyclist. I mean, obviously now to go thirty-five miles is nothing after doing climate ride. You know, that's that's so easy because you know <laughs> on climate ride we were doing sixty, seventy, seventy-five miles a day. Um, so definitely, I'm uh, in better shape. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, and now I can bike and and run instead of just one sport. So, <laughs> now, um, when did you start training? Wow, after the marathon. So I um, 
the LA Marathon was in March, and I think I started training then. So mm-hmm. I really only trained for two months. But yeah, and I what, mean maybe I cycled a little bit before then, but no long runs. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, I I probably rode three to four days a week. Um, um, with my longest ever, and this is kind of um, unbelievable, I think the longest we did was 35 miles. So the 60 miles on climate ride was initially a little shocking, mm-hmm. <laughs> to say the least. But I probably recommend people, you know, at least do the 60-miler before uh, you go on the trip and not do like I did because it was pretty painful not being as as uh, in not as fit as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, you and Kathy have a couple kids, uh, but were you able to train together? Oh, Lori and I? Lori and I, sorry, forgive me. Yeah. Yeah, we trained together, but Lori was, Lori's a better cyclist um, than I am and was already doing longer miles, so I had to kind of start on my own a little bit initially and then uh, move towards uh, cycling with her. So, I don't know. What do you think, Lori? Yeah, I think uh, you did do a little extra training. Um, well, just because I, my cycling was sort of incorporated into my life, I was, I, I did um, commute back and forth to work, um, which wasn't really a long ride, but kept me riding more often, more days per week, um, with you know a couple of longer rides. But we really didn't have the time to consistently train. 40, 50, 60 miles at a time because of having the kids and that taking such a huge chunk out of the day. Um, I had participated in a couple of half centuries uh, in the year prior to climate ride, but we really weren't doing big, long rides and certainly nothing back to back. But even with these fears, uh, uh, Kathy, I mean, once you were on the ride, how did you feel? Um, I felt great. Even though I hadn't trained, I think, as as much as everybody else, I was slower than a lot of people, but it really didn't matter because you had the whole day to complete the ride. And so, you know, while people might have been getting in at one or two, I was coming in at, you know, three or four, and it was okay. It was... um, Shorter line for the showers at that point. Yeah, I had a few cold showers (laughs) because we were laughing. But that was okay. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was um, uh, a tremendous amount of fun for sure. Mm-hmm. And while it was painful, it was probably the most um, memorable experience in my life. Yeah, Lori, Lori, talk to us about uh, about uh, sharing this as uh, as as a couple. Uh, I mean, is that something you? Uh, Greg, well, Greg. Oh yeah, Michael. Could I jump in just to make a comment about uh, kind of the distances? Oh, yeah, please. please. So, yeah, it definitely helps, you know, looking at, you know, like those 60, 80, even the, you know, the century ride day to, I mean, there were rest stops every, you know, 15, 20, 25 miles. And if you just look at it as, you know, I'm just going to do a 20-mile ride, which we've all done before in our training, and then you can rest, get water, you know, <laughs> use the facilities, stretch, and then you do another 20-mile ride to the next stop or to lunch. And, you know, it really helps break up the day, like, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you're not like, oh, my God, how am I going to do 80 miles? It's, it's like, so immense. 
Yeah. So that helped, that helped me a lot, certainly, um, in this ride and then, you know, in doing longer rides in the past. Yeah, and again, the, the route this year uh, is, is definitely, well, it's one day less. It's only four days, um, and it's it's shorter each day. So it's uh, we, we went over this with Blake, but, the, you know, it's, they're like 60-mile days, and I think he said uh, at most 2,000 feet of elevation. Yeah. Uh, now that's Blake measuring, and as we all know, <laughs> <laughs> never quite oh, worked out that way. Yeah, yeah. That four thousand uh, foot century day turned into seven thousand feet for everybody who had Strava. But <laughs> still, I, I think it's going to be an easier ride this year. But um, but, but uh, you know, uh, I also have to comment that as somebody who bikes and does not run. That for me, it's kind of interesting to hear you to hear you <laughs> yeah, describing mar- about I, after I finished the marathon. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, wait a second, she did a marathon and she's worried about riding a bike. It's like running's hard. I I find running to be that hurts. That's why I ride a bike. But so I think that I think the gist of it here really is that it's doable. It's doable, and you can break it up into pieces, and you ride at your own pace. Yeah. That's that's very 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 true very true. Um, um, like Mike said, breaking up into little pieces throughout the day helped tremendously. Um, definitely the the stops and the refueling uh, stations throughout the day, the water breaks helped so much. Um, and then the few days that we you know got oysters and had beer on the water <laughs> that helped too. <laughs> I think you're going to have to tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. <laughs> fill fill yeah. in the blanks. Like, yeah, Those tour, were some but... tremendous days. I think what day was that, you guys? Day three, I think, that we... I think it was, was it day, day four. Day four, yeah. day four, was, day four. Uh, day four. was was, was Drake's was Bay nice. Oyster Company, yeah. Right. It was a very, very nice shop. day of gourmet coffee and gourmet uh, ice cream to uh, cheeses and oysters, and by the end of the day, beer and wine, so... We had a full day of um, tasting the culture along the coast. That was very fun. That was actually the day I got into camp the latest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, just, we just kept stopping and refueling, as we like to say, right? <laughs> yeah, refueling. I was, was going to say, it doesn't sound like you guys did much riding that day. <laughs> I think the day I got into the camp, I think the day I got into camp the earliest was the New Belgium Day when the, <laughs> when there was free tasting. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that was very fun. That was very fun. This uh, ride is sounding better and better. Now, the other big fear that a lot of people have is, is, is fundraising. Um, and, and, Michael, you were one of the last riders to sign up. I think you uh, signed up probably around the beginning of April. Is that correct? Um, right, yeah, I had about a month, I think, to raise money, so that was certainly my big, my biggest concern. Um, but uh, I mostly took care of it on uh, online, so through social media, I was posting on Facebook, and then, you know, also kind of thanking people and doing like a little countdown uh, on my page, uh, emails, um, and that was the bulk of the effort uh, online that I did, um, and then also through a. Uh, kind of a fundraising party, which was uh, kind of turned out to be um, really successful and uh, had a karaoke machine set up in, in a friend's uh, backyard and had people over and made some food and had drinks and uh, also had like a little silent auction. And Greg was generous enough and donated a bunch of things uh, that I could auction off and other people donated items. Um, so, yeah, that 
was a, a fun kind of social thing that didn't take that much effort and raised a lot of money as well. As I recall, you also did something at the the April Ciclavia. Oh right, yeah. Um, we just it just so happened that there was a Ciclavia in that month while I was fundraising, and of course I had fundraising on the mind. So every opportunity, I'm like, how can I turn this into raising money for Climate Ride? Um, so I just, I mean, I always go out on Ciclavia and usually volunteer to. Uh, help people like do a route angel where you're riding around and seeing if anyone needs like you know help with fixing their chain or or fixing a flat tire or something so basically i just went out with a box with the climate ride logo on my bike and um and a strapped a a floor pump to my back and just did what i always do at ciclovia and just help people change tires and fix their bikes but ask for a couple bucks bucks of uh you know a donation to climate ride um as a tip for helping them out and um, I probably only raised about like twenty bucks that day for climate rides, but I, I handed out like cards with information on the ride, and people who I helped out went online, went onto the uh, you know my climate ride page website after the fact, and I probably raised about a hundred bucks in donations from perfect strangers that I just met that day at Ciclovia. Nice, excellent, that's, that's great. Awesome. I didn't yeah, know that story. That's awesome. really surprising. <laughs> Kathy and, and Lori, I know you had some concerns about fundraising since, uh, you know, obviously a lot of the same friends and, uh, and, and family and, you know, hard to get people to, to donate to you both. But how did it go? Well, yeah, it was kind of tough and we, we did have concerns and we sort of had to divide up family and, you know, say, okay, you take them or, or you know, the people might split the amount that they were going to give and, and give us each half, um, it was a challenge for us, but uh, in the end, people came through. I think we, you know, sought out people that work um, as well. They were very helpful in, in getting us to our goal. Um, what do you think, Cass? Um, yeah, we did split people. We had to. <laughs> it was very, very uh, funny. Be like, hey, yeah, you take her, and I'll, I'll, I'll take this over here. So, um, <laughs> but it still took us a couple months. It, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like Mike where we got to do it in a month. Um, we did use social media as well. We used email. Um, we didn't, we didn't have to do everything Mike did because we did take longer, you know. Um, so we didn't have to hand out cards or write Sclavia or anything like that. Do it, do a dance <laughs> with the bike pump. Um, so. The dancing I did for free, now, yeah. Oh. Um, so it's, it was, it's performance it was, art for Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the so fun- actually, I did stick Lavia, but we didn't raise any money. <laughs> well, it's twenty eight hundred dollars this year, and one way of looking at it, I mean, you know, yeah, a hundred dollar ask is 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 a big ask, but it's basically about finding you know twenty eight fifty people or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. fifty to hundred people that'll give you twenty five to a hundred dollars, and. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I never, I didn't even have to do individual emails uh, to some extent. It was really about sending out those group emails, mm-hmm. uh, probably two or three times to a full list. Uh, and then when you, you know, when people give you a donation, you thank them on Facebook. You, uh, you, 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 uh, you mention all the people that have given when you send out that next group email, and uh, and people want to participate. They want to, they want to help you out. I think social media is hugely helpful, um, and like you said, when w- mentioning people when people donate makes other people uh, think about helping you out as well and wanting to be a part of. Yeah, someone is. Oops, sorry, Michael. Sorry, 
Um, I, I also in, invited a bunch of friends to come along with me um, who I knew were cyclists or might, might enjoy the experience. And um, when they couldn't make it, then they donated money. But I'll support you. So that kind of helps. All right. So, so the strategy is invite friends that you know can't make it. Is that it? Yeah, just make sure that they have plans for yeah that week. <laughs> and really put the hard press. So you'd love for them to be there. <laughs> All right, I love it. Now, but also imagine if somebody because I did, I, I, you know, I, I haven't, I obviously haven't done climate ride yet. Um, the uh, the staff is still going to fight over who gets to go. But um, years ago, I did AIDS life cycle, and I found that um, when you sent out emails, and Facebook wasn't a big deal back then, but when you sent out emails, those things get forwarded, and people donate. That you've never – I don't even know who I, – I remember I had got donations from people that I had no idea who they were. And I'm curious if you had the same thing happen to you. I know, Michael, you mentioned that you you got donations from Ciclavia for people that you didn't know. But um, Lori and Kathy, I'm kind of curious if – you know, by using social media and e- email, did you get donations from people like, who who are these people? I mean it's great, but who are they? No, I don't recall that happening to us. <laughs> I would have been really excited. I'm sorry. Come on, maybe one or two. Well, Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. We knew everybody. Um, now, we, now LACBC did uh, do blog posts, like interviews with the individual mm-hmm. uh, team members, um, and maybe that uh, money didn't come in from that, but hopefully that was something that you were able to forward to people and, and make it, you know, a, a little more mm. public about uh, or, or put a different face on what uh, on uh, on what you were doing uh, as part of the event. Um, so, but any, well, look, hey, if you got some ideas about how LACBC can help uh, can help with that, uh, I'm sure they're game. Yeah, just stuff it in the suggestion <laughs> box. <laughs> Send me a, pu- a private message. <laughs> yeah, don't. I I know at the last minute, as people were like, I, I was as team captain, I was like watching everybody's fundraising. It's like, oh, that that person just needs you know two hundred dollars more. And at some point, I posted on Facebook that you know, hey, just <laughs> help out this writer, <laughs> get him up over the top. <laughs> I think my brother my brother didn't donate to uh, to my to my ride but he did donate to someone else's. <laughs> anyway. That's a good thing. Um how about uh favorite memory of the ride? Or something you'll always, you know, uh you you'll carry with you any you guys I'm putting oh, that yeah. out there. I I have one. Um what on the day that we uh went through the um <laughs> <laughs> the avenue, the avenue of the giants. Yeah, yeah, avenue of the giants. Uh, it, it was, you know, at times a little bit of a challenge, but also really just kind of awe-inspiring going through the trees and and when we got to the to the end, coming out and looking out over the ocean was just breathtaking and amazing and kind of emotional. And for me, I, I made it ahead um, to that point before Kathy, and I decided to stop and wait for her to get through the redwoods and reach that point um, looking out over the ocean. And um, and I waited, and she finally came along, and it was very emotional um, to see her come through that area that had I knew probably had to be tough for her because it was tough for me, and uh, to share that moment of, seeing the ocean um, coming out of the redwoods. 
so that for for me was a really special moment and and day. Mm-hmm. I was just happy to see the top. No, the ocean was beautiful, but I remember that hill coming out of the Redwoods was, um, I think, two miles, maybe more, um, uh, switchbacks back and forth that were pretty steep, and so I was hurting, and then to meet Lori at the top, I think I cried. That was the one time I cried, like, I made it, (laughs) because I had to get off, and I think I was running with my bike. I I think I forgot. I mean, you know, obviously they they were not laughing. That was funny. No, no, it was. It 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 really was. I mean, yeah, it's definitely awe inspiring to to put yourself out there physically and then see these uh, just the 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 beauty of the planet and to think about um, uh, about experiencing it in that way uh, and also feeling like you're doing something to to preserve it. Uh, because we are uh, when we're out there raising funds, whether it's, you know, for national, you know, whatever charity it's for. I mean, everything, every, all the beneficiary organizations at Climate Right are really trying to, 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 to preserve the, our home. And it's really important and, and stuff. And that, that ride um, very much, though, so reminded you constantly about how beautiful um, our state is and how, how much we need to work to preserve it because it is so beautiful and has so much to offer people. Great. Right. I, well I, agree. I agree. This, this is Michael. Um, there, there was not a non-beautiful moment, I think, on the ride. Well, maybe one, Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Even yeah, even the climb. I, I, no, I think Michael's uh, Michael's learning curve on the ride was not to take your windbreaker off while you're riding. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Just wanted to- Oh, inside story. Come on, you got to tell us what happened. Um, I had a wardrobe malfunction um, on day one, and oh. uh, it resulted in, in an endo um, at around, like, mile 75, in which I ended up uh, tearing a ligament in my wrist amongst oh my gosh. Uh, other bumps and bruises. Um, so that was kind of kind of painful, but I did it in a very scenic Location. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, for what that's worth. Yeah. So it looked really good. <laughs> I know. If someone had a picture of it. Right. Um, but but yeah, I mean the the point I, uh, I was I was agreeing with um, what uh, Lori and Kathy were saying was just I mean I was constantly looking out onto the ocean and just being in total awe. I'm like, that is the most beautiful vista I've ever seen in my life. And like 10 minutes later, I was having like that same kind of um, reaction and response to whatever I was looking at. Um, And it really kind of drove home like why, you know, like why we were doing what we were doing and putting in all the effort and, you know, riding with broken wrists and, you know, struggling through the training and everything um, to preserve this beauty, you know, for future. I don't want, I don't want that to be the last time I get to, Look at those, you know, beautiful scenes. I'd love those to be there, you know, for many lifetime, lifetimes. Well, that's great. Thank you. So, who, so who's ready to go again this year? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Excellent. I, actually, yeah. Was, I mean, for I mean, it's, there's a lot of logistical hurdles, obviously, um, to get over to do a ride like this. People have to you know, beyond the training and raising money, you have to take time off of work or, you know, time off of your families or other responsibilities. Um, And so I was kind of looking at it as, you know, this is something that maybe you can do every, like, 
five years. For some people, it's kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime type of, um, you know, experience that, that they can they can have. But um, rolling into San Francisco on the last day, um, I was like, when, like, I'm so ready to do this again. Like, I was thinking I was going to do the climate ride, you know, once, and I have that experience, but uh, I was like, I'm like, I can't wait for the next climate ride because uh, it was just such an amazing experience. Well, great. We'll sign you up we'll right now. We'll sign you up. <laughs> no, but I mean, but you're right. I mean, there are a lot of reasons not to do it. Oh, I don't have a tent. You know what? You can borrow a tent. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, my bike's not good enough. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I saw people riding on uh, extra cycles and, uh, and and cruiser bikes and stuff like that. So I, I think there's a lot of reasons not to do it, but uh, there are so many great reasons to do it, whether it's once or every year. And uh, You won't regret it. I I think that's a guarantee that uh, the Bike Coalition probably can make. All right. (laughs) The ride you won't regret. And he he works for the Bike Coalition, so he he, (laughs) – That works for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Thank you all. Thank you again so much for for all that you did last year and and for taking the time to talk with us again about – or talk with us tonight, today about this run. This year's ride. Sure, of course. All right. right. Thanks, All right. guys. Talk to you. Sure. Thanks, Thanks a lot. For okay. Us. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Okay, and that was Mike, Lori, and Kathy from the uh, LA Team LACBC from last year's climate ride. Um, uh, once again, you are listening to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. I'm Colin Bogart, the Education Director for LACBC, and in the studio with me is Greg Lemley, a board member for the LA County Bicycle Coalition and the team captain for Team LACBC uh, from last year's Climate Ride and also for this year's Climate Ride. Indeed. And um, so really, uh, to wrap things up, we should talk about what's coming up in the next month or two. Uh, We know there's training rides. We know we're looking to sign people up. And uh, I understand that um, you're offering or there's going to be some some goodies and events and 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 bonuses or prizes. <laughs> what, what are we what are we what am I trying to introduce here? There's some good stuff coming for anybody who wants to help out with this. Well, for anybody who is interested in going on climate ride, uh, uh, I, when I'm not working on behalf of uh, LACBC. Uh, and and uh, Team LACBC is part of Climate Ride. I also happen to run Lemley Theaters in, in Los Angeles. Oh, you're that Lemley? That Le- yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, I knew that. But um, yes, indeed. And um, we're at, at Lemley Theaters. We're big supporters of uh, of environmental issues. We're big supporters of, of bike transportation. We try to be. Uh, I ride to work every day. Mm-hmm. Um, my father rides to the office every day. Fantastic. And uh, we. We want to do uh, something to uh, encourage people to sign up for Climate Ride and um, to uh, encourage people to sign up as part of Team LACBC. So uh, last year we had a contest uh, via our website at work, and uh, the winning writer uh, received uh, financial support so that they basically didn't have to do any fundraising. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, in addition to that, uh, once they completed the ride, they received a pass, good for themselves, plus a guest to see movies at Lemley Theaters for the balance of the year. Uh, wow. 
So this year we're expanding the I program. I would do it just for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some people did. Michael didn't mention it, but he was actually one of the runner-ups last year. Oh, uh-huh. uh, And uh, so while we weren't able to provide him with any financial support and he had to do all that fundraising on his own, he did get a pass, uh, which I believe he uh, made good use of during the course of the year. So Excellent. Um, but uh, this year we're expanding the program. Uh, and what we're going to be doing is we'll, we will provide a, a th- via a charitable foundation, the Lemley Charitable Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to uh, provide uh, $2,500 for the uh, lead for the main prize. Uh, there will be one grand prize winner who gets $2,500 donated towards their participation in the ride, which means they really only have to raise another $300. Okay. Uh, then for two runner-ups. For the minimum, of course. For the, for the 20. Yes, well, obviously they are free to raise as much more as they would like, and we hope certainly. that they do. But uh, but uh, that sort of – For that minimum amount. That gets Got them it. pretty close to being on the ride. All right. Um, and then for two additional uh, prize winners, we will uh, provide oh, $1,250 mm-hmm. um, towards their, towards their wow. minimum. That's a significant chunk. And uh, and then for two additional riders, there's no guaranteed financial support, but all five of those individuals, upon completing uh, whatever fundraising they need to do and participating in the ride with Team LACBC mm-hmm. uh, and with LACBC as their sole beneficiary, all five of those individuals will receive a pass uh, good for free movies for the rest of the year at Lemley Theaters. There's that, there's that pass again. There's that pass again. Nick is sitting here looking at us thinking, oh, man. That's great. I do like that. So uh, to find out more information about uh, yes. this uh, event, just go to lemley.com slash ride. Maybe oh. you should spell that I out should for spell people. Lemley. <laughs> you should. It's uh, L-A-E-M-M-L-E dot com, again, slash ride, R-I-D-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, all we need is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll need your, your name, your email address, your phone number. All that information stays uh, private, and then uh, tell us why you want to ride on Climate Ride, and we'll uh, get a uh, illustrious panel uh, of, of people to uh, judge the entries and oh, come up okay. with our, our so winners. I was just about to ask, what's the criteria for this? So it's kind of like an essay contest. <laughs> it's an essay contest. It's an essay Absolutely. contest. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like who could run the fastest <laughs> or was there going to be a hot dog eating competition or – Popcorn, I don't know, but okay. So it's an well, essay. We're still contest. playing with it. I mean, we, we we can't help ourselves. But I'm I'm thinking, uh, and and we're still working on the dates. But uh, the the contest is now live. Uh-huh. Um, entries must be submitted. I believe it's by February seventeenth. Okay. Um, and then we hope to announce. Uh, we we uh, we may announce five nominees, and even let the public weigh in. And, oh. and maybe you know, since it's Lumley Theaters, we want to maybe tie this in with the Oscars on uh, on March second. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Somehow, so the envelope. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. We are in L.A. After we all. are in L.A. After all, but the other point being that uh, we wanted to get this done so that uh, people who will become aware of the ride, whether they're prize winners through this contest or otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, do have uh, a good uh, two months, two and a half months, to really do their training. Uh, to do their fundraising, to clear their calendars uh, for the event. So whether you uh, win uh, the prize at uh, on this contest or or not, uh, we, we certainly hope that uh, that people will uh, sign up and participate for uh, with Climate Right because mm-hmm. I'm going to be going and uh, a bunch of other well, you're the really team fun captain. people are going to be going. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I'm sure we're going to post this inf- information about this and links to it on the LACBC website as well as in our newsletter. I can't imagine we won't. <laughs> I'm sure we will. I'm, sure I'm we pretty will. sure we will too. So if, if you mess up on the spelling of Lemley, you can always – Go to la-bike.org as well as a good default. That's always a good place to go for information, and they've been plugging uh, they've been plugging it in the in the newsletter. And uh, mm-hmm. again, we're really looking. We're, we want to get uh, fifteen riders to raise fifty thousand uh, dollars. That's a great goal for LACBC. So and so once again, the deadline for this contest is going to be February seventeenth. February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Entries must be received. We'll then remove your names from the essays. Uh-huh. Send it out to our uh, our judges, and let them come up with uh, their top five picks. I see, and then uh, announce uh, among those five individuals uh, who gets which prize. Uh, Got it by uh, by the beginning of March, and then the fundraising and training and begins. The fundraising and training begins. So once again, it's l a e m m l e dot com slash ride. That's it. That's the Lemley website, and then, of course, there's also the climateride.org if you want to look up the details about Climate Ride. And if you want to just link to everything, go to la-bike.org because we'll have it there too. la-bike.org. la-bike.org has everything anybody who bikes in L.A. could want. Uh, We try. (laughs) We certainly try. Um, And we should also mention – I'm sure there are some exclusions on the contest, like if you're a Lemley employee, you probably can't, yeah. uh, you know, or a Lemley family member, or an employee of LACBC, but uh, or or board member, but uh, yeah, for all those other people, <laughs> other than well, those ten people, <laughs> yeah, and we and we talked about we talked about it a little earlier. We were talking about like with Jen, we were talking about like sort of the one staff member who gets to go, and we we didn't record that part, but we were talking about it off off mic about how. The climate ride is during May. That is bike month. That is like there's all kinds of stuff going on bike related. And so the truth of the matter is we can't really have like probably the entire staff would love to go. <laughs> um, but that can't really happen because we got to do stuff here in L.A. So it's going to end up being like one staff member. And we joke that it's going to be a wrestling match or something. I'm not really sure, but we'll figure it out. Well, I do hope that if, if people aren't uh, aren't participating, anyone who's listening to the podcast, if you aren't riding, if you're not signing up, if you don't know who someone who's signed up, go on to team uh, go on to climateride.org find the LACBC staff member who is writing uh-huh. and and support them uh, yes with with a, a donation of, of uh, whatever amount is, is possible because it's really important uh, that we have staff people present on the ride mm-hmm. um, so all right so uh, I think that pretty much covers everything we could possibly talk about for climate ride. Just about. I think that does it. I think that does it. All right. Well, Greg, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me here. And um, once again, uh, you've been listening to Bike Talk on Kill Radio, KPFK on the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS feed link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BiketalkBFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 